brave, outspoken, conservative. We, we are, are ladies raised right. right. We're your co-hosts. I'm Olivia. And I'm Anouk, and we're dismantling <laughs> the left's agenda one lie at a time. You can find us on all socials at Ladies Raised Right or on Twitter at Ladies RR. You can find any additional information or merchandise at our website at ladiesraisedright.com. Oh, I thought you were going for a high five. <laughs> we can do high five. <laughs> it was more like a raise the roof, this bump situation. But a high five works. We're hyped. <laughs> yeah, we're hyped about our first book review. Um, so I think it's important to do these because this will sound a little harsh, but it has been quoted before, and I think it is very important, but a person who can read but does not read has nothing over an illiterate person. Agreed. You like have to read. You have to know what's going on. It's like people don't realize how blessed of like how great of a skill it is that they can read books and like understand and have access to these things. Mm -hmm. Um, So we're just going to kind of start giving you some books that we think are good. Yes, they are obviously conservative. Maybe we'll do reviews of other ones. Yeah, like I'll probably go to the library and check out some liberal books. I don't have it in me to buy. No, (laughs) I can't purchase and condone that. But we we will inform you. Candace Owens, hopefully Blackout. you guys are listening to us. You know who she is. Um, she wrote a book called Blackout. It says how black America can make its second escape from the Democratic plantation. It's really good. It's phenomenal. She <laughs> does a great job of using her sources accurately well. She's well-spoken. It's well-written. It's yeah. straight into the point. There's some things maybe you can kind of get a little bit. It's a, I wouldn't say it's hard to read, but like. It's very blunt. It's very blunt. Um, um, there's not, it's, and there's like a lot of information packed into mm-hmm. it. So like, it's not something you can sit down and like read in a day. Like you have to take no. time to kind of digest the information. Exactly. I tried to read it on the airplane <laughs> <laughs> and then I was like, oh my lantern, there's like someone sitting next to me and there's like all these words on the page and I was like, it strips as like KKK. And I was like, oh fuck, like hopefully they don't think yeah. I have any involvement with this, but this is not at all what this is talking about. This is just historical information relevant to this, relevant to the book. Yeah. And I was just like. Because she does go into how the Democrats are the ones who started the KKK, which I think is, is yeah. very interesting. Um, and probably to talk about nobody talks about it. Yeah, the Democrats but. are trying to hide it because they know they're responsible exactly. for racism <laughs> and the welfare system. Um, so we're just going to go over like a few things that stood out to Nook and I, and there aren't really any spoilers in this book, so we're not going to give, like, away some huge ending, but it's... No. Um, I mean, it's not fiction. She didn't create a fake story. Yeah. This is all, like, historical <laughs> true... Based in facts. Yeah, based um, in facts. So, but. and if, like, you don't have time to read the book, then you can just pull some of our points away. Hopefully exactly. we've picked good ones for you. But I would recommend, one, not only buying the book, but two, taking the time to read it. Because bookstores, I went to the bookstore the other day, there's not a single Republican book. So, before they're banned... Get your Republican book. <laughs> there was nothing by Candace Owens, nothing by Ben Shapiro, nothing. Right. All liberal. So for people who don't know, because we've mentioned Candace Owens pretty yeah. heavily, but not really kind of dived into it, um, she has a show on the Daily Wire, Candace Show. She's the host of it. It's pretty straightforward. <laughs> but um, she released her first political YouTube video in 2017. It took off. Um, she does a great job of really being blunt, presenting facts, and she loves America. Yeah. Um, and her book, Blackout, it's the first one she's written, and it's, it is a call for black Americans to stop voting for the Democratic Party. She goes into depth about how the Democrats created the KKK and racism rooted deep within the Democratic Party. 
she issues a challenge. It's a time, it is time for a black exodus. She's also started the movement called Blexit, which is the black exit from the Democratic Party. Exactly. And part of her book, too, that trended for a while was Blackout, and people would take her book, Blackout, and place it over <laughs> any, like, Democratic or, like, opposing books. And Olivia and I, I did the trend heavily. Yeah. <laughs> and then Candace Owens shared it and said, this is the best one I've seen, which she probably says to everyone, but right. I was starstruck. I was starstruck, yeah. <laughs> I was like, well someone famous answered me. Um, and if it's not clear already, Candace Owens is a black woman, so these are not, like, you can't take her things that she's saying. It's like, oh, she doesn't understand what it's like. Like, she's black, or she's white, or whatever, but because she has lived through this. Um, she had a very hard childhood growing up, and she'd gone through the welfare system. She used to be a liberal, right. and now she's a Republican and fighting hard for us. Exactly. So we'll go over kind of some different highlights throughout it. Um, the first one we can touch on. Do you want to touch the, the socialism one? Yeah, so socialism, um, that stood out to me. I always kind of, that's one of my passion topics, um, just because it's alarming where we're headed right now. But so this is a quote from chapter five, and she says, Socialism is the ultimate example of promised goodness of a noble benevolence to a society's poor and destitute. And only when great portions of a population have been mercilessly impoverished and slaughtered, typically the people whom socialism was promised to help is the truth revealed. So (laughs) she doesn't sugarcoat it. Um, And if you read other books and like actually educate yourself on what this is a message for the Democrats on what like communism and socialism is, it is not everyone has equal wealth. Like it is an awful system. It is a failed system. It has never worked. It leads to the death of millions of people promulgated by the left. So exactly. they're only looking out for themselves. They aren't looking out for you. No. Stop pretending that they are because it's not out of goodness that they're doing what they do. And she just goes into depth. She goes into more depth. Um, that was just one quote that I pulled. So that's a very good chapter to read as well. So if you go towards the beginning of the book, <clears throat> she calls it returning to our conservative roots. Uh, it says the glorification of victimhood is exclusively promoted by the left. Yep, it sure the is. The left loves it. Um, she also goes into, she wants to say, and this is important too for her. She's going to define the left versus liberalism because there's two differences. Mm-hmm. So she says liberalism is defined as a political philosophy based on liberty and equality before the law. It is an allegiance to the set of principles that guarantee those who follow them a society with more individual freedoms. True liberalism pursues principles like the right to the left, right for the vote, freedom of speech, etc. So. There's Make a clear, clear, yeah. Liberalism. Leftism is defined as any political pl- political philosophy that seeks to infringe upon individual liberties in its demand for a higher moral good. <laughs> <laughs> Leftists concerns themselves not with principle, but with some greater morality that must be achieved. The issue with leftism is that moral goodness is, of course, subjective. Not so long ago, white supremacy was deemed the higher moral good, and in its pursuit... Leftists infringe upon rights of the black Americans. Hmm. Notice how she says leftists. Leftists. Infringed, not infringed. Republicans. The leftists. The liberals. The Democrats. The, liberals, the Democrats. Even though she doesn't want to associate liberals and Demo- leftists. But yeah. the left infringed on the rights. The left is who started the KKK. The left is who started the welfare system. Right. So then to continue, she says, Today, economic equality is established higher moral good the left is after, and we will soon unpack just how many liberties have been arrested in the it's <laughs> in its pursuit. Mm-hmm. 
So I think it's really important to know what she's talking about when you're talking about the left and liberals. liberals. <laughs> Very different. Yes. We, no. we go after the left. Yeah. <laughs> so we that's do call like, them liberals sometimes, but mostly after we're the left. referring to. Yeah. <laughs> that's the group we mean. Um, exactly. You know, so that's also like a really important thing to educate yourself on. Another one, um, the welfare system. This just has always annoyed me. And if you look at your taxes, it should annoy you too. How much money comes out to go to these people who can work, who have the ability to work, but don't. Choose not to work. Yeah. So she says, um, well, so this is a quote from chapter two of her book where she talks about the welfare system. Welfare is the largest expenditure in the federal budget, more than $1 trillion yearly, with absolutely no empirical points of success that warrant its continued existence. Kay Coles James said, if you said to your sons, sweetie, you don't have to work, I'll take care of everything. And if to your daughters, sugar, you go ahead and have as many babies as you want, I'll give you the money to take care of them. Your sons would be living at home and not working, and your daughters would be having kids out of wedlock, and your children would be a whole, or in your family would be a whole lot poorer. Um, and that's exactly what we're seeing. And this isn't some crazy Republican idea. Barack Obama, in his Father's Day speech, says that we know that more than half of black children live in a single live in single parent households, a number that has doubled since we were children. We know the statistics. Children that grow up without a father are five times more likely to live in poverty and commit a crime, nine times more likely to drop out of schools, and 20 times more likely to end up in prison. They are more likely to have behavioral problems or run away from home or because of teenage parents themselves or become teenage parents themselves, and the foundation of our community is weaker because of it. So, I mean, it's not, it's very obvious, and there's been a lot of studies going back of, like, why it's important to have two parents, and the welfare system is awful because it is important to have it, and if you can work, you should work. It's ridiculous that you're living off the government, and you're not realizing where this money comes from, and you're buying iPhone 13s, and, like, you have this money to buy all this stuff. Well, I'm going to work every day paying for that for you. Exactly. Um, I think the people, like, if you generally can't work, if you have, like, a mental disability or physical disability, then, like... Yes. The system's in place for those people. Yeah. But the system is not in place for the lady who decides to go keep having kids with random guys just to try to keep collecting money from the government and not work. And mm-hmm. she has, like, five different baby daddies with all these different guys, all these different kids, just to get tax, like, tax breaks back. Because, like, I, I've spoken to <laughs> people. I was talking to this woman, and she had, I forget how many kids. Um, She was single. And she was going to get, like, I'm not even exaggerating. This was, like, years ago like four probably four years ago now she was going to get eight thousand dollars back as a tax refund and she was making minimum amount of money like almost nothing and she was going to get that much money back because she had she had kids like six kids probably and then meanwhile i'm pretty sure like i owed money and i'm working all the time and i'm responsible and don't have kids running around and fucking 20 baby daddies (laughs) yeah where's my money for being responsible yeah and we're the ones that are paying for it Exactly. Literally. Literally. (laughs) Uh, So it's just, like, infuriating. And I think Candace, like, really bluntly explains that welfare system. And she has a lot of statistics and facts and obviously liberal sources, as we heard in Barack Obama's speech, to, like, back up this viewpoint that the welfare system is not good and black people primarily dominate the welfare system. It is not helping them. No. You keep, you keep, like, and she dives into this quite a bit, too. She says if you keep people in those places, they're going to continue to try to seek help, and you continue to try to, like, give them minimum help mm-hmm. just to keep them in the, in the same. Yeah, it's a And that's vicious why she calls for the cycle. black exit. Yeah, an endless cycle. <laughs> <laughs> so 
So then there's also, of course, she's going to talk about Trump, right? <laughs> Classic. So uh, the truth about Trump, which I thought was great because it's going to talk about why the left <laughs> tries to like go against Trump, which is always going to be like their fun thing. Um, always. So, <laughs> who is Trump really versus what the left portrayed him as? So there's a lot of byproducts that come out of what the left decided to portray Trump as um, and Trump's reaction. So he said they did the clear clusterization of the left, which is a false pretense of racism, xenophobia, misogyny, or homophobia. So they use catphrases to insult and disintegrate conservatives. So they use these things while Trump was in presidency to try to make conservatives seem like bad people. Mm-hmm. Hmm. We've been, been doing this them. for a while. Yeah, we've been called all these. Candace Owens has even been called racist. Exactly. She's black. black. <laughs> it makes like, no sense. And we, we don't have a problem with anybody else. No. No. Like, like truly down to, like, the root of it, like, I would never say anything to anybody for what they believe or what they do. or I, I just don't care. You yeah. do whatever you want. But in doing so, while, causing, while using these catchphrases to insult, they're holding hostage black Americans and other minority groups. Because... They're continuing to imply that we have these problems. And by continuing to call yeah. people misogynist, racist, homophobic, it continues to put down those groups. And then it gives them the voting power because then all those people are voting for the liberals. Exactly. And they don't know what they're voting on other than, oh, Republicans are racist. Well, what's that based on? Right. And like the interesting thing is like she got a, she caught a lot of heat. Mm-hmm. How could you vote for Trump? How could you believe this? Like why, why would you ever vote for him? And she breaks it down. The reasons to vote for Trump. (laughs) The reasons to vote for Trump are the left has lost their minds. (laughs) Exactly. (laughs) They always do. Yeah. So people asked um, Candace Owens, like, why she voted for Trump. And there's a lot of good reasons. She said, let's first discuss who Trump really is. We all know that he's a real estate mogul, turned TV star, turned president of the United States. But beyond that, I believe Trump represents the best kind of civil upheaval, a shattering of the status quo, not unlike the Hebrew slaves' ancient exodus from Egypt, America's birth via the Revolutionary War, the Allies' defeat of uh, Nazism, and the Soviet Union. Since the end of the Cold War, globalist neoliberal <laughs> policies have crystallized a system that served only politicians because it was built by politicians. And since he made a dramatic entry upon in, onto the political stage, Trump has worked vigilantly to upend, upend this deeply entrenched, self-obsessed, elite globalist order. That's pretty straightforward. Yeah. I agree. Yeah. He I went in too. there and he shook it up and he did things that polit- polit- political politicians figure. and political figures have never done before. And it needed it. And the left hated it. because The left hated it because it put into question all the fucked up shit that they've been doing. Yeah. All their lies started to become exposed. So that's why they had to turn it on and Trump. And drew attention. Yeah. Um, and, like, part of what she says, too, is, like, the mainstream media transformed the leftist, the leftist puppet and masters of psychology, psychological and emotional manipulation. Yeah. So they were. They are. Ga- and they are still. They gaslight you into believing. Nope, that's not true. When. Exactly. And, like, I lived in, and you did, too. Yeah. Lived in very liberal areas. And, like, they make you feel bad. Like, yeah. Like, you're a terrible person. Like, how could you? And how could you be conservative? And, like, by doing that, you are this. I am not any of no. those things. I just have a different political viewpoint than you. That's yeah. it. That doesn't make me an awful person. That doesn't exactly. mean I'm racist or homophobic or anything. And then they use this to de- delegitimize the election of the, um, of the president, 
present all rulers past authority that have been challenged. <laughs> the left sought to delegitimize the election of the president, um, and they're always going to try to delegitimize anybody that's going to question what they're doing. Yeah, because that's what the left does. Exactly. <laughs> they don't have anything well. else. Um, and the final point I'd like to bring up from the book that <laughs> ties into like what Anuk was saying about how the left is just like victimizing black people, minority groups. It is so obvious that Hillary Clinton was on a, like a, uh, like the good morning show or whatever, something like that. And the song formation by Beyonce had recently come out and there's a phrase in it where she says, I have hot sauce in my bag swag. (laughs) (laughs) I've never heard that song. Um, Probably before my time. (laughs) Um, Hillary Clinton was later doing an interview when she was asked what one item she always kept in her purse. The Democratic nominee perked up and without missing a beat, blurted hot sauce. The host said, I just want you to know that people are going to see this and say, okay, she's pondering to black people again. And this gave Hillary like the chance to kind of be like, cover it up or like, oh yeah, that's not what, or whatever. But she said, Clinton asked the host, is it working? (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> you're, the host is telling her you're going to be pondering to black people again and Clinton says is it working so it's just like so obvious that like they don't care about black people they don't care about no. the system they just want them for the votes um, exactly and they lie and act like they do so that they can keep the black vote um, that they've had since like LGB Lyndon B. Johnson was president that's when like the tides turned and nothing has changed from 1963 and Candace talks yeah. about that and like in 1963 till present, like, what has changed? Like, the Democrats promised all these things for black people, and nothing. Nothing's happened. Over 70 years, 60 years. I mean, the definition of insanity is doing the same thing over and over again and expecting different results. So if you're going to continue to vote liberal and blue, what do you expect? Yeah. Nothing. Bad. Bad policies. So higher taxes. Higher taxes. Continued, for, like, force of minorities to not be able to make moves up. Yeah. It's awful. Exactly. Um, so, and it's, I guess, I don't know if uncomfortable is the right word, but it's just like a different book to read. And I would encourage everyone to read it and encourage your liberal friends, especially to read it and have them look at her legitimate sources because Democrats do not use legitimate sources. Exactly. And maybe like do like a book club and let them trade you books. And then that way you can maybe entice yeah. them more to read it. Cause you know, everything you're going to read in her book is going to be bullshit. So at yep. least maybe if they read a book with legitimate sources and legitimate facts, maybe you can turn a little bit of an opinion on it. Yeah, and hopefully if they're making, or if you're reading a liberal one that they suggest for you, they'll be like, you can more open. <laughs> <laughs> but yeah, you can kind of, it's kind of your your bread offering, right? You're kind of like, I'll do this if you do that. Let's yeah. See. Maybe, so. maybe they won't read it, but at least it's a try. It's a start. It's a start. You got to get these people thinking on the right track. Exactly. So if you get the chance... Pick this book up. It's worth Ooh. a read. Blackout. If you don't have, you can't buy it, it's probably at libraries. Um, I would personally let you borrow my book if you can't purchase it yourself. Same. We, can, we have two copies. We can get more. We'll yeah. send them to you guys. <laughs> but I would appreciate it back. <laughs> <laughs> it's the same. But we make it work. If it, yeah. if it helps push. It does. We would we would figure something out. Exactly. Don't worry. Well, we're here for you. Yeah. <laughs> we got trying. you. <laughs> Thanks for joining us and starting your week off right with, with Ladies, Ladies Raised, Raised Right. Thanks. Bye. Bye. Thank you.